1: Welcome, everyone, to the Dummies of Horror podcast. I am your host, Tim. And coming back once again for a, uh, another episode is the almighty mushroom, Daniel Loof, or Love life
2: Final episode this week.
1: What? Oh, you caught me off guard what? there. Don't, don't fuck <laughs> with me. I'm on edge, and I have a gun.
2: <laughs> Tim's edging again.
1: Anyway. <laughs> Oh man, how are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm I'm bouncing off the walls today. I don't know why. You are. Yeah, I've had too like too much sugar. Uh, probably. I've had Tim a had really three
2: nerd ropes for lunch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if only. I've had yeah. li- very little sleep in the past few days and uh, I've been getting raped that's at mad. work. I
2: love that for you.
1: Yeah, that's sick. Thank you. You love that I'm getting no sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's mad.
1: That's that's lovely that you are uh, care for my well being.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. It does it's there's so many health benefits to not sleeping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking about not sleeping, I'm sure that there was a bunch of people last weekend who are still catching up on sleep because oh, yeah. in uh, in relation to this episode, we are celebrating Pride month. Is it month or week?
2: Pride time. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's not quite a month. It's like three weeks or some bullshit. But anyway, it's very Mardi Grasy. It's very pridey. Yeah, it's all fucking rainbows here.
1: See, here's the thing, right? We're celebrating on this episode. We're celebrating our our friends on the uh, LGBTQ is that it? I plus, I, I plus side. We're celebrating yeah. all all of you guys, and um, I I don't know if like does our Mardi Gras here in Australia coincide with america's mardi gras or have they got like a different time
2: so pride's usually at a different time but um because our mardi gras is always in february they were like well if we're gonna do it in sydney we might as well do pride when the mardi gras is on so they changed it to february because usually it's in july okay I think July or June. It's, I'm not
1: sure. I'm not an expert on this shit. It's very confusing trying to keep up with Americans. You know, like our summer is like Christmas time, and their summer is July around that exactly. time, exactly. And and like when I was a kid growing up, this is going to sound dumb, but when I was a kid watching wrestling, and yeah. like it's like July, get ready for WWE Super <laughs> Summer Slam. <laughs> I said and Super you're like. Slam. It's- and I'm like, what? It's, it's not summer. Yeah, it's like, that's- it's summer in December. What are you talking about? What's happening? <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, I never understood what the fucking go was, but that's because yeah. I'm a fucking dumb dumb. That's why the show's yeah. called Dummies of Horror. Exactly. Kill I mean, you dumb. know.
2: You weren't that clue of a 20-year-old.
1: Thank- yeah, thanks. Yes, it was yeah. when I was 20, you dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, because we are celebrating pride, I'm just going to call it pride week because we're doing this on the show because we're celebrating pride week. I, um, I'm going to do something that I haven't done for a while and that's not be mean to anyone. I'm going to, I'm going to give love to everyone out there. So there's one person right now that's listening. That's probably thinking, Oh, thank fuck for once. Tim's not going to give me shit. And that's because I am celebrating Pride uh, Pride Week, and uh, Heather Powell is safe for this week. Okay. She gets no shit from me. So, are we going to be nice to her, or are we just not going to give her a shit? No, we're just not going to mention her. Okay. <laughs> well, we, di- we did. We'll just pretend that Heather's like Chris Benoit, and just... <laughs> I mean, that doesn't feel very nice. No, I mean, she didn't fucking kill a family or anything, but yeah that i know of but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no okay we've got to be nice to heather oh, right, heather sorry. um heather heather powell from the friday Nightmares podcast we uh-huh. respect you and uh hope you have a very wonderful pride week month year whatever it is and uh i mean that that felt hollow fuck off i meant it with all my heart
2: you're, you're fucking, making faces. You're fucking and naysaying? you had your fingers crossed.
1: I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm turning off my camera right now, so you can't see. <laughs> you're like, nin, nin, nin. anyway. Oh, also, speaking about Pride Month, uh, yeah. Pride, sorry, Pride Week. Uh, yeah. I just want to give love to my favorite boyfriend, uh, Mister Scott Crawford.
2: Oh, um,
1: yeah. You are a beautiful, beautiful man, and I always love and cherish you. Oh, and That's um, cute. yeah. And uh, I'd like to also give love to my homie, Rob Hungy, for being just a good bloke, too. I'm just giving love to everyone out there. Lance Langford from The Horror Returns. I love you. Darian Brock from The Pattern Room Podcast. I love you. Hey, boss. Donat Nelly from Every Other Podcast. I love you. (laughs) Um, Mushroom, you're cool. Thanks. (laughs) Anyway, so it is Pride Week here on Dummies of Horror. So we've decided to take a break from the usual horror versus horror shit because we, we, there's no fighting in Pride no Week. No more
2: fighting. No more fighting. Oh, I'm sure there's so much fighting, but
1: yeah. <laughs> They'll be fighting like in the next few weeks, but not right now, not this week, because we're okay. celebrating Pride and the LGBTQIA thing. I'm horrible with that, man. So I apologize. You really are. <laughs> I, I apologize. I'm I'm still learning. I'm I'm a baby you, in this. You mean world. no
2: offense.
1: I don't. I'm just an idiot. That's why the show is called Dummies of Horror. Um, but we decided to take a look at. We we we, we may have chosen the wrong movies. I'm just going to say that right now
2: because <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, I watched both of these and. Um, yeah. I'll be real.
1: <laughs> yeah. It wasn't super gay. <laughs> uh, I, r- r- really? Yeah. Really? Okay. I'll explain why it's super gay yeah. later. But okay. we may have gotten off on the wrong foot with it because, uh. in my defense, Nightmare on the Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge, from what I remember, it was like known as the gayest horror movie of all time. Now, watching it this time, I'm like, oh, this isn't really celebrating pride. (laughs) No. (laughs) So we'll explain our thoughts when we get to that review. Um, Beyond that movie, we're also going to cover um, another movie that's not gay in the slightest. No. Well... No. No, yeah. Uh, we're going to be looking at cocaine bear, the new re- newly released <laughs> cocaine bear. And the reason being is because like um and and we fucked up here because it doesn't even feature a grizzly bear. It's a black bear. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We thought it was about a grizzly like a a, a, a gay grizz- a gay bear, like one of those hairy big gay men. Yeah. That just does cocaine. Nope. It's about a better real bear. Yeah, so it's disappointed. Look, we're we're really horrible at our jobs. Okay, cut us some slack. We're not good at this. We're- no, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, I did watch one thing that was um LGB two Q two Z thing.
2: Yeah, um, what?
1: We'll get to that. We'll get to that soon when we do. What horrors have you done? I know you probably watched it too. Actually, so d- did I. It comes out every Monday for us. Oh, oh yeah, that episode.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is queer. Yeah.
1: Queer. Is that, is that the correct way to say it? Not gay? Queer?
2: Um, I guess you can, I kind of use queer as a catch-all, because I don't remember all the letters all the time. But uh, that's, yes. okay.
1: I sh- we should start this episode again. Oh, okay. Do you want to start it again? No. We like no, we're line? too, okay. we're in too deep. Like some yeah. 41 said. <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? Was that a funny... <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Before we jump into Pride Week, uh, even more, we do yeah. have to discuss last week's episode just quickly because yep, last sorry. week's episode, We're
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> last oh. week's episode, shut your just face. Trying to get ahead of it. Last week's episode, we um, we did the best modern scream queen episode where we had Mia Goth versus Anya Taylor Joy versus Jenny Ortega to see who is the best right? Yep. And I put a poll out on our Facebook group page. Um, Dummies of Horror Super Friends. If you are not in that group, then please join. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I put a poll up to see what people think and I've got the results here. Did you want to know the results? Do you care?
2: Mm, Nah, don't worry about it.
1: You you always fucking do that. You always fucking do that.
2: Oh, do you want me to?
1: Too fucking bad. You're hearing the results. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so since it's a poll, yeah, we had some other entries included as well. Yeah, it's because you leave it open, just a bit stupid. I yeah, I, I kind of like it. I think it's fun when people okay. add their yeah. own. It's Fine, and um, I'm just but gonna if, if
2: like fucking the Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania or whatever wins best modern scream queen. It's not my
1: <laughs> fault. Well, there was no Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. But there was a Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pat Yee, for adding Stone Cold Steve Austin in the best modern Scream Queen. <laughs> oh, the Rattlesnake is a good Scream Queen. <laughs> Could you imagine fucking Weatherface running at Stone Cold and Stone Cold's just like, What? <laughs> that's that's his scream? S- stunner. <laughs> 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 All right, so coming in last with a tie of two votes we have stone cold steve austin yeah, for best modern scream queen <laughs> um tying with florence Pugh. oh who i mean not a bad what is she what has she done midsummer um
2: midsummer uh that movie from last year um oh, what's the face
1: i really liked it now i can't remember what it's called
2: god damn it god damn it
1: um, um... Search um, it up, so we don't look like idiots. Okay, hold on. Um, uh, you vamp. She was also in Fighting With My Family, the wrestling show that I liked. That was a really good movie. And I feel like she was in something else. I don't know. I'm... I'm... I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, she came in. They both tied for last Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. That's right. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was in my top 31. So Stone Cold Steve Austin and Florence Pugh tied. Uh, coming in next with a vote of three, we have <laughs> Justin Long. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: And then coming yep. in coming in with the real poll between Mia yep. Goth, Jenna Ortega, and Anya Taylor-Joy. So the fans voted coming in third place, um, Mia Goth with a vote of seven. Yeah. They voted her as the weakest of the three. Coming in in second position... Who do you think? Who do you think won it? Andy Taylor Joy, I think. Won I t- it. I'll tell you what. Number two got eight votes, and number one got nine. So it was close. Ooh, it was pretty close. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. Really close. Number two goes to Jenna Ortega. With a vote of eight. Ah. And for the listeners choice of best modern screen queen. With a total vote of nine, Anya Taylor-Joy takes it out. Nice. So, there you go. Um not But dissimilar. I'm, I'm um, taking that away because a few people voted twice, and that's not included. <gasps> Rude. Yeah. That was actually Miss Mushroom that did that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Anya Taylor-Joy takes it out, so there you go. That's... uh. Everyone. Everyone's voted for Annie Taylor Joy as the best modern scream queen. Scream queen! Yep. Anyway, um, are you ready to get on with this goddamn fucking show?
2: Hells yeah. I mean,
1: lovably rainbowy show? Yes. Cool. What horrors have you done? What horrors have you done? Alright, Luffy. Yes. I'll let you go first, because I'm gonna guess you've only done the one thing. You don't fucking know me. Okay. Then tell me what you've done. What have you done this this week? Sure. A bunch of shit. So fuck
2: you. I'm I'm intrigued, okay. Um I watched Re slash Mambo.
1: Oh nice! Okay, sweet, what did you think?
2: Um Not gonna lie. Uh, in the beginning, it was kind of meh. Like, I didn't super love it. Yeah. I was just a little bit confused as to the rules and what was happening and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, by the end, I very quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked the, the design of the dude creature
1: thing yeah yeah
2: like I, I liked all this business yeah 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 <laughs> um and yeah i like the twist it's yeah a lot more action-y than uh happy death day and things like that for sure a lot more interesting
1: uh, than happy death day too
2: but i <laughs> look i'm not a huge k-drama fan but it felt like it was just like half k-school drama but <laughs> i was like like, the whole bit at the beach, I'm just like, do we need this?
1: I, I've i had a few people say that that exact same thing. I don't know why, but I kind of like that part for some reason. That's fair. Look, I, I like stuff. So it, it felt
2: really kind of campy and weird. Yeah. Uh, for how hectic the horror was, the campiness was so high as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It was, it was really odd, but, like, overall, I enjoyed it. I'm giving it, like, a seven and a half.
1: <gasps> nice. Okay.
2: So, like, I didn't hate it at all. Um, yes, queen. But I didn't love it as much as you loved it. I well, can say that for sure.
1: I gave it an eight, so we're literally a half a point difference.
2: Oh, okay. I think we gave it, like, a nine or a ten or something. No. Um, Do rewatches count?
1: Yeah. Whatever you watched.
2: Oh, okay. I I watched Anaconda again.
1: (laughs) Speaking about Pride Week. My Anaconda don't. Thick old (laughs) Anaconda. Okay. Um, Why why did you watch Anaconda?
2: I was showing it to to Mrs. Mushroom. (laughs) Has she ever seen it? uh, She vaguely has seen it, but I think she just enjoys how much I enjoy it and how, like, in stitches I am. Every time John Boyd says anything or anytime someone's explaining anything about snakes, which is nine times out of 10, completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, like, I know we've done the episode on it and all that shit, but it's just so fucking funny. He's like, Matei, I'll get the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: John Boyd just fucking, and the, the fa- like his face where he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like he's like oh it, this is so on the nose you think it's gonna be like if you hadn't seen it before you think it'd be a red red herring or something where it's like oh yeah. no he's not the bad guy or whatever a twist at the end it's like nah he's just bad from the start you just look at everyone like ah oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing the thing about Anaconda is like I've always enjoyed it I thought it was a fun movie but ever since talking to you about it I've just Enjoyed it so much more because of how much it makes you laugh that it, it makes just, me it, laugh.
2: It just tickles me like he comes out of the snake and he's like, <laughs> 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 Who does that? Was that him? Did he make a choice? He's like, I'm gonna give a little winky winky here, <laughs> or was that like directed or was that in the script or something? Like, what the fuck. And then also like watching it, she was like, "What is that noise?" I'm like, "That's the snake, <laughs> the one, <with> the <laughs> snake screaming." <It> was like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: dumb. "Anaconda for you is like <sighs> Jaws, of revenge for me." It's
2: a ten out of ten movie, just fucking ten out of ten fucking mint movie. <laughs> um, fuck, what else? Uh yeah, and um. Last of us.
1: Yeah, okay. Is that is that all you've done? Are you,
2: are you up to date?
1: Yes, I watched this week's episode.
2: Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I feel like I watched something else too. Give me a second. Oh no, just the just the movie, like Cocaine Bear.
1: Okay. All right, well, let's yep. talk about The Last of Us, the the newest episode. No spoilers, yes, obviously. Uh, what did you think? That was really good. I I look. I was in. I was interested. Yep. I don't think it was there. One of the better episodes. Of I I saw it as kind of a filler episode. It's the, the DLC. Oh okay. Really? Okay. Are they putting that in the series as well? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's it's the entire DLC. Well, okay. See, I don't want to talk too much i've got questions but they're kind of spoilers oh, I, okay. don't, I don't want to discuss too much but i wish we saw the outcome of characters if that makes sense
2: yeah i see i don't know I if mean, they're y- going to go into it in and I, I guess not because the, the, the it finished right like
1: yeah yeah i mean we, we can assume we can assume what happened but
2: yeah i, I mean they've kind of said what happened Mm. In the show, I won't explain it because I don't want to spoilers. Well, oh, tell me off air. Ah, uh, huh. you know where where someone's done something before, where this isn't the first time someone's done something.
1: Ah, uh, no, you've lost me. We'll talk off air.
2: Okay, okay, we'll talk off air. But no, uh, I quite enjoyed the episode. I was looking forward to it. Well, uh, I-, I was wondering if they were even going to include it, so I'm kind of glad they did because it's it's good. Early backstory stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. Well they they've just said that um, the season finale will be in 2 weeks. Really? Episode 9, March 12th. Oh,
2: maybe they're not doing the whole
1: um, Unless unless I misread and it's mid-season finale. Maybe it's a mid-season. Oh, we'll, p- you know, we'll find out. I'm pretty sure I read season finale. Mm. So, but I heard season 2 is going to cover the game like uh, part two. The, the second game? Yeah. Maybe. I'm not Which, sure. Which maybe now I'm thinking that they've got that many viewers that they're like, oh, let's keep this going and make more seasons. Because if they just go straight into season into the game two, in season two, they're going to run out of shit. And maybe. then it'll end up like The Walking Dead where they ran out of shit and it turned to shit.
2: I mean, yeah, it does look like that, that that's it for the for season one, oh, okay, you looked it up. I'm I'm looking at the wiki, so
1: yeah, okay. I'm all, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that, but that means we're gonna have to wait like a year until we get season two, unless they do like in Cobra Kai where they do two seasons per year.
2: Ugh, who knows? Yeah. M- maybe they've already filmed it. I couldn't say.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. I couldn't say. Who knows? Either way, uh, I'm. Really glad that I listened to you and, and started watching the show, because I'm pretty. It, it's in. just,
2: it's I don't know. I personally, like I know everyone's looking at us, but I think it's something special. I I think it's the reason that everybody's so into it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, before before I jump onto my list, I, you did watch some non horror stuff, didn't you? Did I? You. I know you watched the whale. Oh, I did
2: watch the whale. Well, just give yeah. a,
1: just give a quick little. Yes or no about the non-horror stuff that you watched. Because I've got a non-horror thing that I'll bring up. Sure. <clears throat> um. Well,
2: The Well was beautiful. It was beautifully written. Um, And I bawled like a little bitch. Oh. And I just thought it was really good. It was really good. Okay. It was just... I don't want to spoil it. I think the less you know, the the better.
1: Yeah. Okay. All I know is that Brendan Fraser plays a really f- obese man. Yeah. That's f- that's
0: it.
2: Fucking kills it. He okay. fucking kills it. He's so. Anyway, he's so good.
1: All uh, don't tell me any more because I'm gonna be watching it this weekend.
2: Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's um. I, I it's it's a high recommend if you get to the movies to watch it and or however you can watch it.
1: Okay. All right. Uh anything else? I don't think it's nothing I've logged. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> Alright, well on to my list and I'll start with the horror shit first. Oh actually no, we're in Let's let me do fucking the non horror. I've only got one and I'm just gonna bring it up because I watched it like the other night. Uh, okay. I checked out Whitney Houston, I Wanna Dance With Somebody. Oh. Interesting. The Whitney, okay. the Whitney Houston biopic. I yeah. I love biopics. I love like musician backstory films like being in rap city and the dirt and things like that. So I wanted to check that. I'm I'm in no way, shape or form a massive Whitney Houston fan. I like her songs, but I Mm. really only know the main ones. Um, as for a movie, this was fine. I enjoyed it. It goes for two and a half hours. Oof. Yeah. Um, but the problem is like with a runtime like that, you'd think they'd cover everything and they kind of skim past. Really important parts in her life very quickly. I mean,
2: it's hard with a biopic because it's like you're condensing someone's whole fucking life into
1: a few hours. But I mean, like the scene, like, so if you don't know who Whitney Houston is, obviously, she's the voice. She is the Mm -hmm. singer. One of the best singers ever. She is Um, John Farnham. (laughs) Shut up. Um, She got married to a guy called Bobby Brown. And... That In the movie, she literally met Bobby Brown and married him in about 20 minutes. And there was no um, mention of, how should I put this? Domestical uh, violence. Yeah, that's the word. There's no mention of domestic violence in the movie. And, and I was watching the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that he bashed her. Pretty sure. But yeah, no, there was no mention in the movie. Maybe they want to keep it positive. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, it's not like... The, it goes through her struggles with drugs and alcohol and stuff okay. like that. So it's not it, not really all positive. Um, it was interesting. I, I thought the person who played Whitney Houston, Naomi Aki, did a really decent job. Okay. Um, it's not her singing, which I found out. Apparently, it's Whitney Houston actually singing. Okay. Yep. That makes um, sense. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's fine. It's not my favorite biopic. Um, what is your favorite biopic? The Dirt. That makes sense for you. It's just so much fun. That and I mean, yeah, it's my fa- Motley Crue are my favorite band, so one mm-hmm. of. Um, Beaming Rhapsody was really good too. The mm-hmm. Ro- Rocket Man was surprisingly really fun. I still have not seen Elvis though. Yeah, I haven't seen Elvis. I need to check that out. Uh, it's it's not my least favourite biopic. That was Aretha Franklin's one. Really? Why? I just, I don't know. I kind of found it boring. It's boring. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But, oh well. All right, uh, on to my horror stuff. That's what we're here yeah. for. Um, so, I checked out a movie called The Barn Part 2. Mm. Obviously, sequel to The Barn from yeah. 2019 or something like that. Okay. So, what The Barn is... Is it's a really low budget, schlocky horror film that's like, obviously a modern horror film, but it's taken from like the eighties. So they've made yep. up, they've 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 reenacted the eighties. And the story is the Halloween ban is now lifted in Helen's Valley, and the sorority girls um, place Michelle in charge of their annual Haunt House. Unfortunately for Michelle, some invited some uninvited trick or treaters from her past come knocking. Oh it's- no. Got, like, monsters, basically. Um, The movie as a whole, if you Mm. are just a very, very casual horror film, this is not a movie that you should check out because it is a very, very low-budget horror film filled with poor acting, really cheap effects, and a story that's all over the place. Okay. The positive, if you are a massive horror fan and like the schlocky 80s films, um, this might tickle your fancy. It's okay. is, it is it, it is not good in saying that, but I had a lot of fun with it. It's silly. It's over the top. The gore is all practical, but it's got that really, like you can tell it's fucking rubber and shit gore. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yep. It, it's, it's one of those movies where you can just sit and smoke a bowl or drink whiskey and just have a blast with. Okay, it so, sounds fun. It's all right. I wouldn't suggest you to watch it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm
2: like, do I, am I so casual it's not nah,
1: nah. Worth checking
2: out or, yeah.
1: I, I mean, you're so, you're so weird with your likes. You may like it. Yeah. Because like, you, like one of your favorite movies is Dead Alive. Yeah. And it's yeah. got, it's got like that type of gore to it. Not as good, but. That so like gooey. there's a
2: chance kind of thing.
1: Maybe, maybe, but at the same time, I could see you being bored with it.
2: Being like, yeah, yeah, like, Shit.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <Sorry. laughs> the barn part two, I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, next movie I watched. Uh, this is going into my um hidden gems list. I oh yeah, watched yeah. Another hidden gems from. Uh, when's this movie from? Give me a second. Two thousand and 2012. And it's a movie called The Seasoning House. So not super long ago. Not super, no, not super long. This is another one that I found on Google that's a hidden gem that no one really talks about. So I decided to give it a go. Uh, The Seasoning House is about young girls who are prostituted to the military. An orphan deaf mute is enslaved to care for them. She moves between the walls and crawl spaces, planning her escape, planning her indigenous, oh, sorry, yes. Pintitious. Planning her ingenious <laughs> and brutal revenge. So it's not know. it's not a horror film in the sense that anything's supernatural. It's all very real. It's set during the time of Nazis. Um, and, 40s-ish. Yeah, whatever it was. And um, yeah, it, it, I could see a lot of people say it's not a horror movie, but it does feature some gore. It does feature some disturbing moments because it was set in like that time. Uh, And it's about prostitutes. And these prostitutes are not there to make money. They are there um, against their will. To not get murdered. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, yeah. You get murdered or you work for me. You don't get paid, but you get to live. Yeah. And you get to get fucked and abused by Nazis. Sounds fun. I can see it being a really tough watch for a lot of people. Mm. Um, For me personally, I... Look... The first half was really slow, really slow, yeah. and I just was not digging it. I don't like women being taken advantage. It's not my thing. I'm not a fan of rape revenge movies, yeah. um, and this can fall in the category of rape revenge, so it just wasn't for me. Um, but it picked up during the second half with an enjoyable cat and mouse chase with some surprisingly heavy gore during it. Okay. All in all, I don't think this is a movie that I'll return to. In fact, I definitely won't. Um, And I don't think many people here would enjoy it. So I would not call this a hidden gem. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Um, And one last movie I did get to watch, and this is actually more of a documentary. Um, Because I watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. Yes. As did you. I decided to watch um, a documentary called Scream Queen. Okay. And what Scream Queen is, is it follows the story of Mark Patton, who plays Jesse in Nightmare 2. Right? The main Mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. And Mark was an actor who could have been positioned to become the next A-star actor in Hollywood. But due to what he calls a homophobic Hollywood and a misdirected Freddy film, that wasn't the case. And the documentary is just about his story as to why he kind of disappeared from the acting scene and everything about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Because, and we'll get more into it when when we talk about Nightmare 2, but this wasn't a well-received film because it was very, at the time, gay. And that was... I honestly didn't even find it that gay. That's so weird to me. It's got a lot of... Uh, they, they the makers say it's got a lot of subtext, but it's very uh, out and open. You can see straight away. Okay. The fucking towel whipping butt scene. And
2: that just boys being boys.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: isn't um, that a hundred percent something you'd do? Uh,
1: yeah, but I'm like half gay, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, th- it was an interesting documentary. Um, the whole time, the whole. Like meaning of this documentary was trying to convince or Mark Patton trying to convince the writer of Nightmare Two to admit he was wrong, and the writer of Nightmare Two spent this whole time, well, many many years after the movie came out, saying I didn't write it as a gay film. Mark Patton, the actor, made it gay because he is in fact gay, and then oh. when Nightmare Two started to be Loved by people saying, oh, it's a gay horror film. We like this. Then the writer kind of took credit and said, oh, no, it was all me. So, the-
2: yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll leave it at that. The documentary as a whole, I I enjoyed it. I disagree with a few things from okay. Mark Patton's point of view.
0: Mm.
1: I feel... And this might be controversial. I it know it's going to ruffle some feathers. I know it is. Okay. I feel that he left acting out of his own free will. And it, he wasn't forced out where he says he was.
2: And he was just trying to make up some...
1: Yeah, because he kind of quit acting and disappeared. So yeah. it, it's a whole it's a whole debate. I know people are going to be pissed with me saying that. But I don't know. That's just how I've kind of felt. I was like... Mark, and I don't really like Mark. I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. So, uh, not like we talk or anything, but we're, we're Facebook buddies. Um, That's fun. Yeah, but I don't know. I just kind of felt like, Mark, if you just told everyone to fuck off, this is who I am. Everything yeah. would have been all right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So, that is it. That's it for what horrors have I done for this week. Nice. So... Okay, I've got something different I want to discuss here. Um, what do you got? Now we're kind of getting into the pride, the, the the queer part of this whole podcast. Sure. And we'll go from this into Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's just go in a feature presentation. Let's just do, do it. it. <laughs> Let's just do it. Feature presentation.
0: And now for our feature presentation. Someone is coming back to Elm Street. He is not friendly. He is not patient. And he is not a welcome visitor. But he has something terribly special for the new kid on the block. It started to happen again.
1: <laughs> Dad! I'm in trouble. You've had some scary dreams, okay?
0: How? Daddy can't help you now. There's something inside him. <laughs> fight him! You are not afraid of him. He doesn't even exist. Freddy Krueger is back on Elm Street. Watch out for him. We'll be in your neighborhood soon. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 2. You are all my children now. Freddy's Revenge.
1: Feature presentation. And we are talking all things queer. That's actually one thing I forgot to mention in that documentary, Scream Queen. What is they and I'm not gonna repeat this because I actually feel a little uncomfortable using the word that they use. It starts with F, ends with T and there's two yep. G's in it. F- forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but they mentioned in the um in the the documentary that this in the eighties the F double G T word Yeah was mentioned so much and they showed clips of all these movies and I'm like Holy... It just didn't dawn on me until then. I'm like, holy fuck, they really use that word a lot. A lot. Yeah. And
2: in, in like, the straight, I hate you and your people kind of way. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like... Yeah.
1: That's kind of uncomfortable now.
2: <laughs> right? It's, it's funny how, like... Because, like... Fucking, you know, we grew up in the 2000s and shit. you throw around that word like nothing.
1: Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We, we, we have a gay friend... And I've used that word on that gay friend. He did not take it very nicely, and I never understood why. Now I kind of yeah. do.
2: Yeah. It's just like, it's just growing up and stuff where you just don't, like, you understand. <laughs> you just don't do that.
1: Exactly. And I mean, we grew up in Australia, which is, like, backwards compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, we're still, we're, we're only just getting Jurassic Park here, so forgive us. <laughs>
2: like... Um, yeah, it's so interesting to see the change in like what well, feels like a few years,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly
2: where you'd see it on t v and in movies and stuff all the time, and now it's like you just don't, and then you hear it and it's like yeah. it's like you know like other words that you can't say like that, you know,
1: exactly, and now I have two words that I feel uncomfortable using the f double g t word if you know yep. what I mean. And the other word starts with N. Nigeria. Nigeria. Um, wait, can you say that word? If you're referring a, to the country. I'm referring to the country, yeah. Yeah, it's a good country. Uh, all right, so LGBTQ horror it's discussion. full of Nigerians. Yeah, okay. Let's let's stop before we go <laughs> any further. <laughs> Tiptoeing towards it carefully. So I want to... <laughs> I, I was gonna say something I'm not uh, I, I, I got this I, I I looked up queer horror yeah in Google just to get like a kind of um idea on on queerness in horror if that makes sense yeah and there was a um a whole thing written on a website called them.com okay and I want to read it to you because there's a lot that kind of opened my eyes to it and I was like huh that's really interesting. So I'm just gonna Yes. Like I
2: feel like it's it's like most genre stuff, be it sci-fi or horror or something, where it's an escape from the real world and when your real world is full of people fucking hating on you and people fucking being complete cunts to you and you feeling like a a monster or Yeah, uh, you know. An outcast or whatever, horror, and I'd say even the horror community, is generally fairly warm and welcoming with that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all a bunch of fucking freaks and weirdos. So yeah. So it's like, no wonder it's such a haven for queer
1: culture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, but, it's, anyway. much, it's much like the heavy metal scene as well. Yeah, same thing. That's why like it makes me laugh when people go, oh... I- Heavy metal and horror—you're like satanic and like hate everything. I'm like, no, it's actually the complete opposite. Yeah. Everyone else is against us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're all up, baby. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's funny. Anyway. You, it's funny you mentioned that because I know a few queer podcasts that deal with horror. I know yeah. um, there's a podcast called Fry Gay the Thirteenth, <laughs> um, and there's another one that I listen to that's really really cool called called Scream Queens. Yeah. Um, I know there's so many more, but I'm drawing a blank right now, so apologies. But yeah, there's a bunch of really cool queer horror podcasts that know their shit uh, much more so, than we do. <laughs> they're
2: so good at puns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Frygay the 13th is the best fucking name ever. So fucking love great. It. <laughs> anyway, so this is taken from a website called them.com. <clears throat> Queerness like horror, is defined by tensions between the inside and the outside, the normal and the abnormal, the celebrated and the rejected. Like so many marginalized groups, LGBTQ plus people know what it's like to be on society's perimeter. This is exactly what you said. Um, (laughs) Peering through the windows, trying to decide whether we, we want to be let into the party or continue living in the shadows. Is it any wonder then... That we see ourselves in vampires, werewolves, and other twisted creatures. That we empathize with villains who are cast out, stabbed through the heart, and burned at the stake. Some films have an underlying queer tone to them that I never knew. And I'm going to give you a list of movies that this website brought up. Sure. And I never knew it had like a queer undertone to it until I read this. So bad, like, so bad at reading (laughs) that stuff sometimes. Sometimes it, I'm really good, and other times it's just like, yeah, it goes straight over your head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. But the first one, and like this never dawned on me until I read this, was Bride of Frankenstein. The really? The original. So Because he's just not interested. Sorry, what? Like
2: Frankenstein's just not interested in her? Uh,
1: no, it's the other way around. She was not interested Oh, yeah, in she me. wasn't
2: interested. I remember there was someone who was like, I don't want to borrow this shit.
1: Yeah. But James Whale, who directed the original Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, and then many, yeah. many more, was a uh, gay man. Yeah. Um, he was instrumental in launching the Universal Monster series, and the Bride of Frankenstein is arguably the queerest of his films, according to this website. Picking up where his 1931 adaptation of Frankenstein left off, Bride finds Henry Frankenstein reunited with his campy mentor, Dr. Pet- Dr. Pretorius. Uh, who was played by a bisexual actor called Ernest Thysen- Thysger. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs>
2: That's cool.
1: Um, so, and, uh, Dr. Frankenstein and Dr. Pretorius seek to build Frankenstein's creature a mate. Um, mm-hmm. This website says, Fellas, is it gay to run off with another guy and obsess over the man you created on your wedding night? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> While Frankenstein and Pretorius' changed relationship speaks for itself, it's the monster who best encapsulates the film's pulsing queer undertones. Cast aside as an abomination, Carlos' gentle giant only craves an intimate connection with somebody else. Whether, Whether that's with a kindly hermit or a bride, doesn't matter, he likes both. It's no secret that monsters have always appealed to queer folk who see themselves in an other that flights eradication. And Bride understands that sentiment perfectly. Plus um Elsa Lancaster's bride is what drag dreams are made of. Holy <laughs> shit. That True. is completely right. True. Um so yeah, Bride of Frankenstein. You can now look at it as a queer yeah. horror film. I never thought of that.
0: That's Next
1: great. it's actually my preferred of the two. It's the same. It's probably my favorite Universal Monster
2: movie.
1: Mm. Uh, next movie that you can see as a queer movie is Psycho. For kind of obvious reasons. Which one, sorry? Psycho. The original oh. 1960 Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock's yeah. 1960 Shocker. For sure. For is, sure.
2: Like, thinking about it for two seconds, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Transphobic
1: cross dressing killer. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one was really obvious, but Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Um, do you know why? Have you seen Sleepaway Camp? I know the deal. Okay. So you. And I'm not going to mention why because if you, case, if you seen haven't it,
2: seen it, Sleepaway Camp, go fucking watch it.
1: Yeah, it's the big reveal at the end where you're like, "Oh, okay, it's uh queer." That's not that big of a reveal, but yeah. Anyway. Um. What
2: I I just meant like size L- leave, wise. Leave. <laughs> It's a modest reveal. Like, it's not,
1: you know, it's not going to hit you in the face or anything. (laughs) All right. The next one I've got is Fright Night, the original 80s version, 85, I believe. So, during the 80s, uh, as the violence and sexuality in mainstream horror became more overt and extreme, so did the queer subtext. In Tom Holland's Fright Night, there's no lurking in the shadows and the imagery is hard to miss. Charlie Brewster, played by William Ragsdale, and an all-American teenager boy, becomes obsessed with the next-door neighbours, um, Jerry, who's the vampire, and his roommate, mm-hmm. Billy. Charlie begins to suspect that Jerry and Billy aren't just more than friends, but more than humans too. They're vampires, hiding amid the uh, normality of suburbia. The submissive and d- dominant dynamic of male vampires drips with homoerotic... Eroticism, uh, but queer viewers have often seen the film as a morality metaphor for the AIDS crisis, which equates sex between men with vampirism and decay.
2: Hmm, it's super interesting.
1: It is because, like, it's movies like that where I'm like, ah, oh, it's a vampire movie. I'm watching it for face value, but then yeah. there's there's people that get really deep with this shit, and you're like, whoa, you feel like a stoner. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> Yeah. Um the last one that they got listed here is another one that's super obvious. Uh and it's a shit movie too. And that is Seed of Chuck Seed of Chucky. I was gonna say Lost Boys? Fuck you. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Seed of Chucky. Um because of shit face. Chucky uh-huh. and Tiff Chucky and Tiffany's Child which yeah. they named Shitface. Oh, no, they don't name Shitface. The handler names it Shitface. Um, yeah, it's a... Oh, Andromonus. What's the fucking word Whether they're not either male? That's the word, yeah. But, I mean, it's a fucking doll, so does that count? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it I don't feels know. feels like that, a stretch. They had it listed there. They had a whole reason why, but I didn't read it, so. Fair enough. As soon as you say Cedar Chucky to me, I'm like, nah, next. Nah, pass. Yeah. All right. So now on to Nightmare on the Street Part 2. Yes. Let's get to this. I'm so keen to hear what you think. Before we get into it, I need to just give you the um, Yep. shit. So Nightmare on the Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge, came out in 19... 19- 85, and it has a score of 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It stars, of course, Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger, Mark mm-hmm. Patton as Jesse Walsh, Kim Myers as Lisa Weber, Robert Russell as Ron Grady, Clue Gallagher as Mr. Walsh, um, Marshall Bell as Coach Schneider, and like heaps of other people. Um, Sidney Walsh as Kerry. I think that was everyone. I feel like I'm missing someone, but whatever. Uh, directed by Jack Shoulder and written by David Chaskin, who is the writer that yeah. the Scream Queen documentary was based around. Okay. Okay. So the story of this is a teenage boy is haunted in his dreams by a deceased child murderer, Freddy Krueger, who is out to possess him in order to continue his reign of terror in the real world. Is it sort <laughs> Okay, can I just quickly just say my piece with this movie before- I just want to get give you my backstory on this movie. Sure. So, as a kid growing up, this was one of the movies that my dad had on VHS, um, alongside the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. I, for some weird reason, always preferred this one over the other Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I don't know why, <laughs> but I just fucking loved this one. Yeah, and watching it now, I, I can tell you why. I'll get to that in a little bit, but I've always really, really enjoyed this movie. And this movie, it, it, it has its fans, but at the same time, it has its haters as well. A yeah. lot, a lot of haters. Wow. And I've always, I've always backed this film. I've always said, "No, nah, it's not that bad. It's actually a really cool movie." And I'm still yeah. gonna, I'm still gonna side with that. I fucking dig this movie. I really do. But. I, I'll elaborate more, but I had a real big nostalgia for this movie, and I still do, um, but that's my backstory. You, on the other hand, is your first time watch, am I right? No, it's actually not. I was watching Ooh. it, and then I was like, oh, fuck, I
2: have seen this, because um, I had the pizza box.
1: Ah, yes, the old pizza box, Nightmare on Elm Street pizza box. Yeah. Yep. So...
2: I've seen them all at one point or another. It's just, uh, I didn't rewatch and rewatch and rewatch like you did. And I think the pizza box was the first time I'd seen any of them. Yeah. So I didn't have that mad nostalgia for it. Um, That is somewhere. The pizza box is somewhere. I had one too, and I have no idea where it is. It's just because it's a big fucking stupid pizza box and it's not how you fucking make uh, movies. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know if it was in America as well, but, yeah. When we say pizza box, it's not like an actual, like, pizza box. It's like it's, the size it, of the, a pizza box.
2: It's the Nightmare on Elm Street collection, but it's, like, th- yeah, it's just in this giant fucking square that th- can fit nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's bigger than a record. It's not... You can't put it on your DVD shelf. You've got to put it somewhere. I have no idea where I put it. Uh You usually end up putting it somewhere out of the way because it's fucking in the way all the time. But anyway. And
1: that's why we both um, lost it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I'd watched it in that, and I remember enjoying it. And then I watched it this time, and I also enjoyed it. Oh yeah I, I I think it's a good movie, like I don't understand people's problem with it, but I also like for me talking about the the homoerotic stuff, I remembered the I thought you were saying that um the main character dude was gay, like in
1: real life or in the movie
2: in the movie well. <laughs> And, like, yeah, I I mean, I guess there's that argument, like, now that I'm thinking back about some of the scenes and things like that, where it's like, oh, I I sort of. But as I was watching it, I wasn't getting that, because I'm like, well,
1: he kissed a lady. Okay, do you want to know what I got from this movie? Yeah. What I got from this movie, and, and I searched it up, and a lot of people actually have the same feelings about this movie. And after watching this movie and realizing my thoughts on this, I was thinking, maybe this isn't a good movie to to promote for Pride Week. (laughs) What I took from this movie is that Freddy Krueger is actually a metaphor for his homoerotic side. Oh. And it's trying to come out.
2: It literally comes out of him.
1: Yeah. Yep. So in this movie, Freddy Krueger, a.k.a. the Queer, is represented as evil and wrong and bad. That's what oh. I got from this movie. You can argue it so many ways because, and there's different scenes throughout the movie where I'm like, well, if that's the way I'm going to go, it doesn't really made, make sense with this part. Mm. Like the part right at the end where it comes out of the girl's chest, I was like... Uh, well, maybe she's gay. Then I don't know. <laughs> There's so many different ways you can take this movie, but that's the that's the clear way that I got from this movie.
2: Because yeah, I I know he went to the gay bar and stuff, and his like coach was like gay. Yeah, and then they weren't particularly nice about his coach being gay,
1: <laughs> and then they murder him. Yeah, because, okay, you look at back, and this is what the documentary brought up a lot, too, is back in, like, 1985 especially, that at that time was, like, AIDS rampant. Everyone was talking about AIDS, and AIDS were, like, really bad, and AIDS were known as a gay thing. If you were yeah. gay, you had AIDS, right? Yeah. So being gay back in the 80s was, like, I don't know, what's, what's something bad now? Yeah. <laughs> Being a mm. fan of Happy Death Day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what that. I mean? But, like, it, everyone's, like, against that. Being gay back then is like being a terrorist. Yeah. Okay. Okay? So, maybe that's why a lot of people dislike it. I've got other theories as to why people don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if, do you want me to say now? Or do you want me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main reason people don't like this movie is it breaks the rules of Freddy and the and the, and the movie.
2: Yeah, how's that work? Because he came out and he was just kind of kicking around in the real world.
1: Exactly. That pool scene there, which is actually one of my favorite scenes of the whole series, yeah. that for many people does not make sense. And I understand completely it doesn't because Freddy is meant to be in the dream world, um, yeah. stalking only one person. How is he out in the real world? Um. Because there weren't a whole heap of them fighting sleep scenes. No, no. And that's kind of why I like this movie, because it's different. It's not your traditional dream stalker killer. It's a completely different spin of of Freddy Krueger. And I think that's why a lot of people dislike this movie. And that's why a lot of people love part three, because it takes back... What the first one did.
0: Well, literally, did him stop right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just, like, I'm, like, reading, like, things on Wikipedia about it now, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, fucking all that shit totally makes sense.
1: Yeah. But, but like, yeah. Like, th- th- there is so much. <sighs> They call it gay subtext, so I'm going to call it gay subtext, but it's not really. It's straight in your face. Like, there's yeah. a sign on Jesse's door that says, no girls allowed. Yeah. Things like that. The th- the scene where he goes- Dancing and shit. The, the dancing scene, which I <laughs> I get a kick of every time I see that dance scene. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, you know you want me. Um, the other scene Closest where- Closes with his little butt. <laughs> exactly. The other scene where Jesse uh, leaves the party after, like, almost getting his dick wet by a girl. Yeah, Going that's what run. I was like,
2: oh, I thought he was maybe a gay, but
1: he's not. Yeah, yeah. but he run- He leaves that, he runs to his his friend's house, and mm, he says through the line, you want to sleep with me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's things like that where you're like, mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. If you think about it close, you're like, yeah, it is really gay. <sighs>
2: I just put it over my head so much.
1: Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, as a kid, it did with me as well. I mm. just I watched it as Freddy Krueger, this fucking killer, is out to get yeah. people. I just watched it for face value. But now, oh. I, I don't know. I, I feel bad saying that I like it more now, not understanding it more. Yeah. But I do. I just do. I,
2: I I enjoy it more now thinking about it and
1: Yeah, honestly same. The reason being okay, let's break the movie down. Sure. The reason being I I love this movie, um, for me, and this is my opinion only, I know a lot of people have said the complete opposite as to what I'm gonna say, but in my opinion here, Freddy actually looks the scariest. In any of the movies. There and it's due to the lighting. When he's standing up, um just staring at people at the pool party, it's a very mm. dark lighting over his face. You can see like you can see like his nose, but his eyes are very sunken in. You can see like the burns around his his face and stuff like that. He yeah. just looks fucking terrifying. He's just stand like this the, the stand the way he's standing is it really
2: off putting. Like, where he fucking, he, like, peels his head off and he's like, brain's, like, pumping and shit. Yeah. That's so cool. You've
1: got the body and I've got the brain. Like, that scene's fucking great. It's so no. cool. Uh, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's a good movie. Um, But his makeup, the makeup in this, like, they made him look more witch-like in a way. Like, they gave him, like, more of a hook nose. His face looks more skeletal. I just, I love the way Freddy looks in this movie. It's actually one of my favorite Freddy designs in this nice. movie. Um, I, I I prefer it over the original and definitely over fucking part five and six.
2: What's <laughs> the mask that you have?
1: Um, The Freddy mask. I think it's from the original. I don't know. I ripped the tag off. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm not too sure. I'm just like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that one's from.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's... I think my mask is from the the original. Nice. But, yeah. And, I mean, the rest of the makeup of the movie... um, Like, you can argue that it's not perfect. I mean, like, the zombie dog face people
2: at yeah. the end yeah
1: they okay they don't look great but for some reason those things as a kid fucking haunted me <laughs> I remember watching that scene as a kid like I was like they scared me but at the same time I was so fascinated by them like what is that it's like a mm. dog but with a person's face what the fuck is that it's weird and now I just mm. found out that they put put masks over dogs <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and then you've got like the fucking the the cat some like weird demon cat that's fighting the demon rat. And like, even the makers have said that they don't like those effects, but I'm watching the movie and I'm like, it's cool. I I dig it. Why did the bird explode? Yeah. Okay. That's coming into my dislikes.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like, why is not a parrot attacking people? Also, he's a strong parrot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was something that bird scene there where the bird flies out of the cage and then explodes. I tried to search the bowels of the internet for so long, trying to understand that scene. Was yeah. there was there more to it that I was I'm not getting? I couldn't yeah. find anything. Just like
2: flew out, attacked, and then exploded. I'm like, but don't do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, is that like is Freddie doing that? But then how does that coincide with Freddie being metaphorically gay? What's the go? Yeah. <sighs> That's coming into my dislikes. Um there's so many random scenes in this movie. And the bird one mm. was was obviously the um, the big one yeah. that I didn't like about this movie. But, yeah. Okay. Um, going back to the makeup, and, and I was watching it closely this time, but Freddie coming out of Jesse. <laughs> so good. It's fucking, like, it's great. But if you look at, and no one does, but if you actually look at Jesse's face... It's You can tell it's very, it's not Fake. the best makeup. But no yeah, one looks okay. at Jesse's face. Everyone's looking at Freddy coming out of the fucking boy. Yeah, you're
2: not really looking at that.
1: Yeah. But that scene there is so good, dude. It's so good. It's um, hectic, yeah. Yeah. And the music for me, I love the score to this this whole movie. Yeah? I just find it, like, you've got the original theme that was played in the first one. They don't really do it in this one. They come up with their, with something similar yet different. And for me, it just fucking fits. It works. Man, I feel like I need to watch
2: this movie like three more times.
1: I get, I'm honestly-
2: To get the same level of appreciation
1: as you got for it. I don't know why, man. This movie just works for me. I fucking dig it. It's honestly one of my favorites of the whole franchise. That's I'm mad. I'm even crazy enough to say that maybe I prefer this over part three. And Whoa. part one. Yeah. Part three has Puppet Lady. Dude, I'm going to say something controversial.
2: (gasps) You don't like Puppet
1: Lady. It's not a lady, it's a dude. (laughs) Oh, whatever it was. I just remember that scene and I was like, oh. oh." The puppet scene is like what everyone speaks about is one of the best kills in the whole franchise. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, it's cool. It's nowhere near my favorite kill of the franchise. What's your favorite killer franchise? Oh, dude, <laughs> fuck! I'd have to go and rewatch them all. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean Johnny Depp's kill is always great. It, it's probably probably Tina's kill from the original. Okay, when she's been dragged up the wall and on the roof—that's probably one of my favorite kills in the whole franchise. But I'd have to watch the whole franchise to really, <laughs> yeah, see. Because I know new, I know Wes Craven's new Nightmare has some really cool kills in it too. So. <sighs> I wouldn't mind doing a fucking Freddy Krueger deep dive. I may have acquired all of them. (laughs) Why before?
2: Just to have them. So I've got them if you want to.
1: I'm so tempted right now. Because I (coughs) I have the whole collection on DVD, times two, and... One of them has gone missing, which is the pizza box. And the other set of collections I have is being borrowed by a friend of mine. (laughs) So when it came time to watch this, I'm like, fucking God damn it. And they're streaming nowhere in Australia. No,
2: no. That's why, you know,
1: Yeah, I I I got them. Yeah. I had had to, yeah. Get them. Acquire them. Um, But now I'm like, I just want to, I don't know. Maybe they're on 4K. Maybe I should just buy them all on 4K. If they're not, I'll just get it on Blu-ray. I mean, there's an obvious Freddy versus Jason. I have Freddy vs. Jason like four times.
2: No, I mean like versus.
1: Yeah, but I feel that's been done. Oh, yeah, maybe we could. <laughs> maybe we could, Young Mushroom. If you want. If you want. The option's there. Listeners, okay. let us let We us could know. literally
2: even go remake for remake.
1: Or we could do like the whole franchise. Like, yeah. Part one versus part one, part two versus part two. Yeah, like oh, I'm so tempted now, listeners. Let us know if you want Freddy versus Jason. Look, I know it. I know it's the
2: most obvious one, mm. but that's for a reason.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. <laughs> like if we're doing versus episodes, dude. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two versus Friday Thirteenth Part Two. That's just, like, hurting my head right now to think which one's better. <laughs> yeah. I know there's so many people out there going, what are you, you fucking crazy. Friday the 13th Part 2 is so much more superior. In my head, I'm like, I love them both so
2: much. And you could, like, skew it to be like, which one has the gay subcontext? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just mean. That's just mean. <laughs> no, but, okay. I don't know.
2: Jason's kind of like a big bear, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Hello,
2: sack daddy.
1: <laughs> sacked out of you. Sacked Jesus. <laughs> um, I going back on this movie here and the and the Sorry. queer level of it. As I was watching the Scream Queen documentary, I'm really happy that a lot of queer people have embraced this film as one yeah. of their own. Even though it's kind of negative towards. The queer people, (laughs) in my opinion.
2: I think you could say that, look, they grew up in the same world where gays were alienated and gays were um, Mm -hmm. or queer people or whatever, trans, fucking bi, whatever. Like, all of them were alienated and villainized and whatever. And most of them probably did have to struggle with themselves And feeling like they had this monster inside them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then having to bury it and like, they could very much see if someone wrote this movie about their homosexual experience. And even though it is negative, maybe they thought of themselves as negative.
1: Yeah, probably right.
2: So it's like, yeah, this is how I felt before I, you know, embraced it. And mm. I'm glad more people can embrace it now. And, like, honestly, it does. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I fucking hate all the corporate bullshit where it's just, like, fucking Coke's putting rainbows on shit. Like, I was literally driving home and the fucking cunts in Coke shirts are handing out free Coke, no sugars. You <laughs>
1: what know you what got I mean? Against, what do you got against Coke with no sugar?
2: No, I hate all the, the, the corporate... <laughs> fucking pylon. I want everyone to get diabetes but like (laughs) like I hate all the corporate bullshit of it all yeah but it's it's nice in a way where it's like not that long ago not only was this shit not talked about and not embraced and not loved but like actively uh persecuted and you know what I mean where it's just like it's just Two fucking people uh, having feelings for each other, yeah. fucking who cares what what dangling or not? Yeah, exactly. You know who gives a fuck? And and the fact that people can be open and be themselves and shit like that is beautiful. And I think it's great. I don't know. I like I like Pride because I'm 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 all about fucking people just being themselves and being their most authentic. Person, and then they don't have to hide this shit, and then they don't have to be, you know, grow up, made to feel like they're fucking Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well said.
2: Yeah, yeah. Banner, it's my two cents. Also, you know, straight fucking cis-head white dude, so, grain of salt.
1: Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. No one cares what we think, but this no. is what we think. Yeah, but here it is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're against us, then we don't care. I mean, fuck, dude. I got
2: I got called that word like a million fucking times when I was a kid, so. What word? Def word.
1: Fuck.
0: <laughs> you fuck.
2: I mean, that too. <laughs> but, you know, fucking, like, most of last year my nails were painted and fucking, like... Weird yeah. fucking hair and fucking liking weird shit, and they just fucking say it. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm unfamiliar with it, not no, like, dissimilar persecution of it.
1: I did, I did too. For years, like, I was a kid at school who liked professional wrestling, and a lot, so many people would give me that joke Oh, you like watching naked men wrestle, do ya? Like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're a, you're a insert F word here. Yeah. I'm like, if that's what you want to call me, cool. And it was
2: just like I don't fucking see what would be wrong with that if I was. Like
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. but back back then it was like the worst thing in the world. Oh no. Were you gonna suck my dick? Like yeah you'd like it, wouldn't you? (laughs) 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 Anyway, Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, so now I'm around the street too. I'm stoked that you enjoyed this movie.
2: Yeah, I super liked it. It's it's just a fun time.
1: Yeah. Well, let's wrap this one up uh, by giving it a score out of sure. 10. Sure. So do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave it a seven and a half. Seven plus. Interesting. Mm. Okay. I'm, um, I'm I'm topping you. Sure. I'm giving <laughs> this a. Ni- I'm giving this a nine. I've always been a sloppy bottom. <laughs> um, I'm giving this a nine, man. I really like it. I really appreciate that this is different from the rest of the series. You can tell that the makers didn't want to make a straight sequel.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get it? Um, it?
1: But I just, I really dig this movie, man. Like, me as a child watching this, I fucking loved it. Thought everything was really creepy in it. Thought the gore was great. Which is funny because there's not overly that much gore. Like, there's not many kills in it.
0: I mean, yeah, there, there, really. there yeah, is. Yeah.
1: There is, but they're not, like, focused on like the rest of the mm-hmm. franchise. But I just dig this movie, dude. So I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Nice. I so. feel you. Yeah. Number on the Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. If you don't like it, let us know. I actually would be really... Uh- <laughs> If you don't like this movie, please like write in to the show. You can you can reach me on this horror, uh, dummies of horror super friends Facebook page, just at me, and I will read your reason why. And there's no shame if you don't like this movie. There is no shame, but I'm just yeah. curious as to people why why they don't like this movie just a homophobe. that's all <laughs> no like I know there's a lot of people out there, out there that don't like no, this movie because it breaks the rules which is I'm just playing which is perfectly fine so alright with that being said we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with our next queer movie which is not queer but it's to deal with bears <laughs> that like cocaine It was a stretch. We wanted to watch Cocaine Bear. (laughs) I think I watched the wrong movie. (laughs) Cocaine Bear coming up after this.
2: You're listening to the Horror for Dummies podcast. The dumbest horror podcast out there. Become one of the elite by joining our Patreon page. Or dress like a superstar with the official horror for Dummy shirts available at Redbubble.com. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for our raw review.
0: Higher baby. Higher baby. Get higher baby. do no never come down.
2: Don't eat that! Don't eat that! You get the coke? The bear ate most of it. What? The bear! It fucking
0: did cocaine! A bear did cocaine! Let's see what kind of effect that has on it. oh wait all oh winter. Even snow in the summer. The high falling from the sky. Are you the hunted or the hunter? I got Tennessee numbers. Wow. I seen to the key numbers. The doughboys boys go crazy. I don't like this. They know I get it out the jungle. I ain't never been a runner. I cocaine. We ain't never had to wonder. You heard the pile off the load. We call that dumb and dumber. It's no storm without thunder. Oh, shoot. The bear crawls up and under. Cocaine overload. So cute. The only fuel was hunger. Higher, baby. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Higher, baby. Get higher, baby, and don't ever come down, yeah.
1: Welcome, one and all, to our review of Cocaine Bear from 2023. This is newly released, so we will not be speaking of spoilers. Fear no. not. If you have not seen this movie, you can listen to this and then go and watch the movie. It's all I'll good. I'll
2: be real. There is a Cocaine Bear.
1: There is. I mean, there's not really much to spoil in this movie, to be honest, But we're not not going to do it anyway. We'll try not to. Okay, so Cocaine Bear from 2023. This one has a score right now on IMDb of 6.5 out of 10. It stars Kerry Russell, who is so delicious in this
2: movie. (laughs) You like your bit of flickety? (laughs) Uh,
1: It stars Alden Enkenreich as Eddie. Okay. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as David. Who, I was listening to the Horror Returns, and they referred to Oshi Jackson as Crushed Ice, which is, <laughs> do you get it? Is he, um, because he's, he's Ice a- Cubes Kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. He's, he's a little Ice Cubes. And uh, also stars Ray Liotta in his last role ever uh, as hey, and, a, and a decent one to that um oh, uh, directed by elizabeth banks who i just found yeah. out today that this is not her first directing dance movie she's no, done others not <laughs> yeah i i know her as an actress never knew she directed movies so there you go
2: yeah she'd fucking um she does some really good movies i think she produced <laughs> brightburn
1: did she i think so uh, what did she direct she directed uh pitch perfect 2 which I like all the pitch per- perfect movies um Charlie the new Charlie's angels which I didn't watch all the pitch perfects she no she, no she just did oh she produced okay yeah producing's different from directing though yeah but still. yeah uh, and she directed movie 43 which a segment uh, of A lot of people say it's like the worst movie ever. I haven't seen it, so I'm not too sure. I can't say yes or no. Fair enough. Okay, so Cocaine Bear, what the movie is about, according to IMDb, an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens. uh, Teens? More like kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. On, like, maybe, like, early teens? Like, 12
1: or something? Oh, yeah. Um, Converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after... Unintentionally? Ingesting cocaine. Feels, like, pretty on purpose. I'm pretty sure the bear knew what it was doing. Yeah. Okay. Can I quickly give you a story about bears before we do this review? I don't... I don't think I've ever brought this up on the podcast.
2: I'm so curious now.
1: (laughs) I am. This is how, this is how, um, how much things go over uh, my head. Okay. There's another word I'm trying to think right now, but oblivious, oblivious, oblivious. How oblivious I am to things. Elder Scrolls for
2: oblivious you are. Okay.
1: The date was November 6th, 2022. Ah, uh, it was my birthday, actually.
2: Ah oh, happy birthday
1: <laughs> Shut up. Um and my <laughs> wife, my wife took me out with a few of our friends to go to this bar in Sydney. Yeah, and it was like an underground kind of saloon.
2: What street was this bar on?
1: I can't remember, dude, I was so drunk. Oxford? <laughs> no. Uh, close to. yeah, okay. One of the back alleys. You you would never know this place existed. I got there. I'm
2: following so far.
1: (laughs) I got there and it was just like a white door. And there's no signs. There was a sign above it that said yoga. And my wife's like, oh, we're going here. I'm like, we're doing yoga.
0: I don't want to do yoga, you you dumb bitch.
1: (laughs) You you open these doors and you go down these stairs and it's a full-blown saloon. Like, with country oh, yeah. music and, like, what you see in, like, the American movies. yeehaw, Totally my scene, right? So, yeah. we get down there, and the place is just, like-
2: I just mean, anywhere where you can wear a hat, you're fucking
1: in. Exactly. I mean, I wasn't wearing my Cowboy hat at the time, which is- <laughs> But we, we walk in, right, and it's literally, like, an American bar, right? There's fucking, like, stuffed, like, um, animal heads all over the walls-
2: God dang rootin' it tootin'est place you ever been to.
1: It was. It was great. And they were playing like fucking like country music and, and like bluegrass shit.
0: Nice.
1: And um, one of the animals that they have framed there was this big ass black bear. And it was like half its body, right? Yeah. It was. Just, it was like looked like it was just coming out of the wall. And cool. I, I, am assuming it wasn't real. Like, like, like it was dead, dead, like dead real. Dead black I'm, bear. I'm, yep. I'm assuming it was just a, a wax figure or something like that, but it yeah. felt and looked real. Like it would have been like stuffed. Yeah. Right. So we've been there for a few hours. We're having drinks and I'm like, and because it's my birthday, everyone's giving me fucking shots and drinks. I'm loaded. Obliterated. Like, not like obliterated that you've seen me, like that obliterated. You see me pretty walk. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm having a good, you're having a good time at your. I am. I am. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, Take him, I'm just looking around this room, and I'm looking at the bear, and I'm like, that thing's... In my head, I'm thinking, that thing's fucking huge. This black... Because I've never seen a bear out in the, in the wild. I've seen one in the zoo, but obviously they don't live here in Australia, besides so drop bears. Um, but I'm looking at this black bear, and I'm like, that thing's fucking huge. Anyway, this dude comes over to me, random dude. He was on a table with another dude and two girls. Right, yeah, And he comes up to me and he's like, hey man. I'm like, hi. And he goes, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm looking at that bear. And we start talking about this bear. Okay. And he starts, I, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly the shit that he was he's saying because pissed. I was so drunk. Yeah. Um, but I remember him saying, do you like bears? Do you? I'm like, yeah, they're cool. Like bears, besides (laughs) sharks, besides sharks, (laughs) bears, (laughs) (laughs) besides sharks, bears are my favorite animal, um, because they're fucking cool. And he just kept asking me about bears, like all these questions, like, oh, I like bears too, and things like that. And my wife is like close to me, so she can she can she's watching and she can hear, yeah, and she's with uh, one of our friends. And they're both kind of giggling and talking to each other. I'm just totally looking at this black bear, thinking how fucking cool it is and how much I want to see a black bear in the wild. And this dude just keeps saying, oh, I like, I like big bears, you know? <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying. And then he asked me, like, so what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, "Um, it's my birthday. He's like, oh, happy birthday. Can I get you a drink? Still, I have no idea. And yeah, I'm and like, you're like, um, I'm- you're like, fuck yeah, I love drinks. Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm, I, I, I did. I probably said, yeah, I'd like a drink. And, he, and then I, must, I mentioned that I'm here with my wife. And he's like, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> and he left.
1: And I was really upset that he never got me a drink. And I had no idea why he left. And then my wife pulled me aside and she's like saying, you know how you're saying that he likes bears? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I like bears too. Bears are fucking rad. And she's like, yeah, he likes bears. I'm like, me too. Bears are cool. <laughs> and she's like, no, honey, he likes big bears. And it just kept going on and on. I'm like, I like big bears too. What are you getting at? Yeah, and she's just like, want to she- fucking rub on them and <laughs> yeah. suck and their she- dicks. <laughs> and she's like, she just got to the point where she's like, he's gay. He's trying to pick you up. And then it just clicked on me. I'm like- Holy fuck! I must have looked like the biggest fucking idiot to this guy, and that's yeah. my story about bears. He probably thought you were a big bear. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm guessing because this dude was like, like I'm six foot, and like a, I'm a big guy, and I'm. You just have to be a bigger,
2: hairier dude to be a bear.
1: It, you don't. No,
2: you do. That's Oh like, you do, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: so I'm I'm six foot, I've got a bit of chub on me, and I'm hairy. This dude was probably five foot five and skinny. A little twink. Yeah. So that's my story about bears. Anyway And the and the meaning of this story is bears are one of my favorite animals. So <laughs> going into cocaine bear, I watched the trailer. I was super fucking into this because I know the true story about this cocaine bear. And this movie just looked like it had me written all over it. It's a fucking animal. that has a bit of drugs in it and goes on a murderous rampage. I went into the cinema. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a bear fuck shit up and, and snort cocaine. That's yep. exactly what I got. This movie was great. Fucking oath.
2: This movie had no right to be this good. This movie was being ridiculous. <laughs> Let's get this, ridiculous. This this movie had the fucking goal to be fantastic. And I will not stand for this kind of movie. Like
1: I well, I'm confused now.
2: It delivered everything that it was supposed to deliver, and that's not what usually happens with these stupid movies. Yeah. They usually say cocaine bear, and then it's like, shit. Like, it's just the dumbest shit you could- have. But it, it was just like, we're going to give the cocaine bear lots of people to eat, and lots of cocaine to eat, and then let it do its thing. Yeah. There's another story here doesn't matter. Cocaine bear. <laughs> Nuff said. Yeah. And, like, it's just so good. It just cocaine bears everywhere.
1: Like. <laughs> You're trying so hard not to spoil anything right now.
2: I really it's am. It's funny. And there's so many moments when my little heart couldn't take it. But, like, just the amount of waste in this movie. When I've, like, scraped for crumbs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're just, like. <laughs> throwing it everywhere and I'm
0: just like
2: <laughs> why are you like, you're wasting so much of it <laughs> Um, but oh man this movie just cocaine bears it cocaine bears
1: hard so and I'm kind of now at that point where I don't know what you're talking about it just you, you it, liked it or you didn't it cocaine bears do you know what I mean like no, I don't know what you mean. Cocaine
2: bear. <laughs> you know, like, but like mostly it cocaine bears. Okay. Are you snorting Nine
1: cocaine ed- right now?
2: Nine out of 10.
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
2: Cocaine bear.
1: You like this more than I did.
2: Number one movie of the year. <laughs> Bar none. Not even Six Grind Scream could beat this one. What'd you say? Five, six, six cream. Six crying
0: cream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot how to say the rub hunky way. Six, 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 cream. Cream. six cream. Six cream. Six cream. <laughs> yeah. It
1: delivers. Okay. So you liked it.
2: Yeah, I like cocaine bear.
1: Okay, do you have anything negative to say about this movie? Mm, no titties. Yeah, it's it true. It would have been nice for some titties. There you go. Yeah, Kerry Russell. Um, mm-hmm. Look, okay, I'll I'll be real. This didn't make me laugh as much as I thought it would. I chuckled a few times, but oh. I wasn't in hysterics. Okay. That's my own fault, because I walked in expecting this to be an absolute laugh riot with gore. Okay. It had its gore there, Mm -hmm. but it didn't make me belly laugh, you know? Mm -hmm. There was a few lines that made me chuckle. Um, I'll be
2: be real. I was laughing mostly at the kills.
1: Yeah. So,
2: also, like, in our session, we just had these inane, chattering bitches. Dude, what? The whole time. And I was a little bit further away, so I didn't get as much of it. But they were very much like, oh, the bear's back, kind of people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, where they're just, like, pointing out everything on the fucking thing. And just making insane leaps, like, oh, that's his dad. I'm like, no, it's not. You fucking shut up.
1: That's, yeah, okay.
2: So I didn't get as much of it. But they were screaming terrified when he was getting attacked. (laughs) <laughs> which, which, like, made me laugh even harder <laughs> at the gore. So that's I think, what you want. Yeah. But that's my story of the, like, actual movies. But they would not shut the fuck up the whole goddamn time. But anyway, I'll let you finish. I already had my- I said cocaine bear, like, 30 times. But you go.
1: My cinema experience was actually really good. I went to a 5 o'clock in the afternoon screening and um on a Monday night. And there was three other people in the cinema and they were all elderly people. Jealous. So I walked into the cinema this is a funny story. I walked into the cinema with my American werewolf in London T shirt. Yeah. And um, because you know what that werewolf kinda of looks like a bear, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dude in front like there was a dude buying his ticket in front of me and I heard him say, Oh one for cocaine bear. He probably was in like seventies, right? Yeah. Like go on good man and (laughs) he left and went somewhere wasn't seeing where he was going and um then i went and got my ticket um and then i had to go to the toilet so i went to the toilet and he was in the toilet and we're both washing our hands at the same time and he looks at me and goes hell yeah that's a cool shirt i'm like thanks man he's like is that is that from the actual movie premiere I'm like, no, no I no. was not I was not alive in nineteen eighty one. but yeah, he, he went to the cinema and the two ladies behind me were probably in their sixties. And they were super respectful of the movie. They laughed when they needed to, they they shrieked when they needed to, and I'm like, Yes, this is perfect. I do not get any stupid young girls. <sighs> Lucky. So <laughs> I know. First time for everything. But mm-hmm. um yeah, look, man, I, I, I did have a blast with this movie. I wish I didn't watch the trailer for this movie because I, I've, I, I quickly learned that a lot of the cool things happened in the trailer. Yeah. Not all of them. There were the other cool scenes in the movie that weren't in the trailer, but a lot of the lead up was in the trailer. Yeah, it was. You know? So that kind of let me down a little bit. Um, the other part that let me down was there was a little too much dialogue between characters. And dialogue that didn't really make sense. Or I was just not paying attention enough to realize what happened. For example, one character was crying a lot and I didn't understand why. I kind of got the gist as to why, but I didn't really hear him say why. His wife's dead. I didn't hear him say that. He didn't say it. Um,
2: Ray Liotta and uh, Crushed Ice were discussing it. And he's like, I want you to take blah blah with you. And it's like, man, his wife just died. I'm not gonna fucking bring him. He's fucking upset. Hmm. Okay. I will admit that whole story line is the most boring. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just wanted I wanted more of those two little kids because they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, and I wanted more between like the ranger and the other dude from Modern Family. The
1: Ranger the Ranger the female ranger was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to give props to this movie also for the soundtrack choices it made. Oh.
2: Fantastic soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Did you know, oh, you fucking don't watch AEW anymore, but no. the, the song that it opens up with is yeah. Orange Cassidy's theme. So oh. as soon as I open it up, I'm like, oh, wrestling theme. I'm going to love this movie. I'm <laughs> in. Mean- yeah.
2: And it's funny because the bear just has his hands in his pockets the whole time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. Um, this is very much like I have a I have so many people asking me how cocaine bear was. And I seem to just keep saying the same thing. I'm like, it's exactly what you think it is. It's a bear that does cocaine that fucks people up. <sighs> just, That's wait. it. It's so like, good. There's not much story to it. It's just watching a bear eat and tear people apart and then snorting cocaine. Yeah. That, and inhaling cocaine, there's there's a, there's a little bit more to it, and it didn't wrap up how I thought it was going to wrap up. I'm not going to tell you how I thought it was going to wrap up, but tell I walked later. out. But yeah. yeah, I walked out of the cinema smiling, and, and I thought that was fun. Um, when I finished it, I was like, I had fun. I don't think it's a movie I'll ever rewatch again. But now, like speaking about it, I think I will.
2: I will I think say, I was, uh, I was very worried at the start. Why? Because they were doing, like, raptor kills, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, yep, 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 yep. I know what you mean.
2: And I was like, oh, no, is this, you're... like, M? And yeah. then, you know, things happen and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I get ya. Yep. I getcha. Yeah. Um, I getcha. I'm just curious to see if they're going to make a sequel, because did you hear about the story of the shark? Cocaine shark? Shark in New Zealand ate cocaine. <gasps>
2: I want to watch can Cocaine
1: they, Shark. Can they do Cocaine Shark? Oh, man, I'd love that. Speaking speaking about, well, not sequels, but spin-offs. Mm-hmm. You know the production company, The Asylum? Yeah, they're famously great. Eh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some people. <laughs> they're, they're known for making, like, rip-offs of big fucking... Yeah. Movies. So they did a ripoff of It. I can't remember what it's called, but it was another clown movie. So they've already done a ripoff of Cocaine Bear. Really? Is it Heroin Bear and it just goes to sleep? No, it's called Attack of the Meth Gator. (laughs) And there's a little part of me that wants to give it a go.
2: I haven't slept in four days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, look, man, that's all my- That's all I can really say about this movie. There's not much there's, there's to There's not it. a lot to it without, s- I'd
2: say, spoiling. But even if we spoil it, there's not a lot to it. No. It just tickled me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I enjoyed it. I, I think most people will enjoy it, unless your name's Lance Langford. And I,
2: I really will say that it had... um People could have really fucked this movie up. Uh, done too much people stuff. Yeah. Um... Made not enough, enough of like cocaine Godzilla bear stuff. Yeah, but there was just there was a lot of cocaine there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was enough. So, yeah, yeah. Good uh, a lot of, I will, I will say a lot of people are, are bitching about the the effects, the CGI. Oh look, yeah, it's maybe a little bit. Meh. Yeah. I I could get over it.
2: Me too. I was fine
1: with it. I'm Like Me obviously, too. yeah, it's for the most part it's a CGI bear, but whatever. It doesn't look horrible. It's not like yeah. Sharknado effects.
2: No, and this very easily could have been Sharknado.
1: Yeah. Shit, yeah.
2: You know, so... All
1: yeah. right, oh, so you give this a 9 out of 10, did you say? Yeah.
2: Wow, Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll be talking about this at the end of the year, I feel like. <laughs> I'm hey, coming man, in... I I hope we don't. I hope we get fucking, you know, 15, 16 better movies than this, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? The year is young. Exactly. Um, I'm coming in with an 8 out of 10 for this.
2: Nice. Yeah, so. it's solid.
1: Yeah. It's not, not
2: like our usual, like, I'm like, 9 out of 10. You're like, 3.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we actually agree.
2: So, so we both agree.
1: Yeah. All right. We're well, going to
2: watch Infinity Pool and give it a 12.
1: I'll <laughs> watch it so I can see, see your
0: score. I will, I, will, I will. All
1: right. Well, this concludes the horror uh, Dummies of Horror podcast for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you like our shit, please let us know. Let us know what you think about our shit. Give us some feedback. Um, Big shout out to Trucker Trent for giving me some feedback the other day. Really appreciate it. Um, But if anyone else does, let us know. If you want more of our shit, we have a Patreon page open right now. We have tons of bonus content. And we just just released our newest Bracket episode. Which made some people grumpy. (laughs) The best horror couple of all time. Mm -hmm. 32 different choices on... Horror relationships from movies and TVs, and we nail it down to one. So join to listen and check it out, please. Um, unfortunately, there will be no episode next week. I have got some things I've got to get doing, I don't have time for it. So, apologies on that on my behalf, but
2: all Tim's fault, nothing to do with me.
1: Yep, we'll be back the week after with something interesting, maybe Freddy versus Jason (laughs) month, whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. (laughs) Anyway, that is it for me, guys. That is it for Mushroom. Catch you next time. Bye. Dip!